What's up, Mary Javal's community? This is Coach Rashawn, and we are so excited to welcome you to another episode of Mary Javal's podcast, where you will be equipped and empowered to be a better individual collectively and individually in your relationship. And we are so excited because... You said podcast. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Community, listen, we have a podcast now where you can follow us on our podcast where you can listen at any time when you're on your way to your grocery store, to the school, to work, wherever it is. You can listen to our conversations. You can go to all of the platforms. All the platforms. And we Underline are there. All oh. the platforms. And we're there. <laughs> <laughs> but if you haven't chosen to follow us yet on Facebook, Instagram, and or and or YouTube, please make sure you do so so you can go over there and hit that notification button so you can be able to know when we're getting ready to go live at all times. You don't want to miss anything. And lastly, my God, we have a newsletter. Get out of here. Yes. A newsletter? The community can go to marriageevolves.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter where you will get notifications and encouragement Throughout the month. But actually, we only do it once a month. But wait a minute. You're saying we got podcasts. Podcasts. We got a YouTube channel. YouTube channel. all the social media sites. Yes. And we got a newsletter. Just like what we said. Marriage so, evolves. We're evolving. So there's any any avenue that anybody wants. Yes. They can be able to reach and see what we got going on for them. Absolutely. No excuses, y'all. None. No. None at all. Come and check it out. Well, how are you doing today? Because I'm doing it is well. vet- Veterans Day. Yes, it is. Come on, y'all. Thank you to all my veterans out all there. All the veterans that are out there. My husband is a retired individual from the military, and we salute you. Is that right? No, no. Straighten that wrist up. Oh, straight. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm not going to try to work it, even though I was That's fine, the military That's fine. wife for over, That's what, 20 I think 20, you did over 20 years with 22 me. years. No, well, 22. I did 22 years, but I think you and I together That's did 20 right. years. Or maybe 18. I don't remember. Somewhere along. You you put your time in. I sure did. Yes, you put your time in. Well over time. Yeah. But in any case, thank you to all the veterans who have served and who are still serving out there. We appreciate everything that you do because we know the sacrifices that you and your families have poured in and are continuously pouring in. So mm-hmm. thank you. Check this out. This conversation we're getting ready to drop on tonight today i believe it is going to be very powerful because this is lived experiences of when you and i was in virginia beach and i'm going to take you back for a second when we were in virginia beach virginia and i moved out of the room oh and i went to the guest room I wasn't leaving my bed. I wasn't doing no couch thing. So she decided she wanted to pack it up, go down the hallway. I sure did. And I went to the to the other room with my clothes, everything, because at that time we were literally living as roommates. We were married, but roommates. Yes. And yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about tonight is providing you with preventive strategies and also the negative excuse me, not negative, but neglected areas of why you can fall into the roommate syndrome. 
Well, you so know, make it, sure you get your pencils and paper and get ready to take your notes because we are getting ready to dive in. Now, you know that it's really simple and it's really easy if if you really think about it that you can fall into that that what we call the roommate syndrome. Mm-hmm. We just got finished coming back from some travel. Yes. You know, we had some back-to-back weekends that we were traveling. Yeah. And this week we hit it hard mm-hmm. going back into the routine, back at work, back into doing things that we do in school and all that kind of stuff. And I believe, at least for me, I don't know, you correct me, you know, share with me your thoughts on it. But in the middle of the week, kind of felt like we were just so busy doing our thing that uh, we didn't really take that time out with each other like we normally do. No, we were actually kind of going Coming and going so fast yeah, and constantly doing, 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 trying to make up for the time frame that we were gone mm-hmm. and we were neglecting one another. Yeah. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because it is so easy for us to be able to fall into this same old routine of life and feel like, oh, my goodness, I'm neglecting my spouse. Mm-hmm. I'm neglecting my responsibility of whatever needs that they may have. And so, yes, we did do that for a quick moment until one of us decide, one of us said, uh-uh, we we, we got to come together. Of course, correct. Course, correct. That's it. That's real it. quick. Yeah. So as we're getting ready to jump into it, and I know you have a wonderful analogy in how you segued us into this, talking about our marriages being a garden, right? But before you do that, you know, I got to set it up with scripture. Go right ahead. All right. So we have Proverbs 24, verses 3 through 4, and I'm going to read this through the Amplified. It says, through skillful and godly wisdom, a house, a life, a home, a family is built. And by understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. A sound and good foundation. So we're getting ready to provide some information, strategies. Give them a sound and good foundation. That is going to provide a sound foundation for any individual that's in a relationship, married, or on the rocks, whichever equation you find yourself in. Well, you know, we also reach out to those singles too, because we want to help those that are considering getting married or maybe remarried. You know, they were married before, divorced, whatever situation. So we want to give them those tools to help them before they say, I do. Right. Yeah. So what we're going to do is go into this conversation talking like it's a garden. Mm-hmm. Because our relationships are really, honestly, just like a garden. Yes, it is. Yes. And I, I love this. Okay, go ahead I, with You it. know me, I love to uh-huh. use analogies. And so this analogy is, um, imagine a marriage as beautiful as a beautiful garden that you and your partner have carefully cultivated over the years. However, as time goes by, the demands of daily life and external pressures can turn this once vibrant garden into a neglected batch of land. This transformation is akin to roommate syndrome, which we're going to tap in right now. And one of the areas that we just recently discussed was the busyness of our schedules. Yes. That is a negative weed, excuse me, neglected. I don't know why I keep saying negative, neglected, but um, neglected weed that if not cultivated, can lead to many other areas. That is very true. And I just want to just drop this quick analogy in there because, you know, when you think about garden, right, it takes cultivators to to Mm -hmm. tend to a garden. And 
if you look at it, since we are correlating our marriage as a garden, mm-hmm. the husband, husband, the very word, the essence of the word husband is cultivator. And then if you have his wife, your spouse come alongside, she's the helper, the help meet. So if they come together, both of them are cultivating the ground, cultivating the garden of their marriage, it will be fertile. It will be able to thrive. So if we're not doing it together as a team, because, you know, we here at Marriage Evolves always talk about being a team and um, not seeing each other as the enemy or the opposite opponent or the opponent, excuse me. We talk about that so much. So you're telling me as a team, we effectively need to come together and cultivate this garden, cultivate this marriage. Yes. And it's by proxy that as the husbandman, as the cultivator, Mm -hmm. we need to ensure that we have the right tools because Mm -hmm. there's specific tools that you have to have to tend to a garden, the right nutrients, which we're going to get to in a little bit. Wow. Yes. And understanding your garden and how it works, because each garden is uniquely different. And so is the soil. We could really go down even further with this, but we're going to just take it where we talk about it. Right, 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 (laughs) right. So then the other one that we always talk about. Now, remind you, we're um, we're talking about the neglected weeds. Yes, the causes of neglect, right? The causes Mm -hmm. of neglect. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about the busy schedule. Yes, that we talked about earlier, how we had that situation going on this past week. And a lot of couples, they deal with that. And then when they deal with that, it, it, like I said, it's something that just slowly just happens. You don't really pay attention to it mm-hmm. because you get into your routine. You get into the humdrum of life to the point to where you go on autopilot. And unless one of you, at least one of you, take the time out to pay attention to what's going on and say, hey, hold on, stop. That's course correct here. Right. You know, hey, hold on a second. I'm feeling I'm feeling like we haven't communicated. I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, we're just two individuals passing. You know, we're in the same bed in the same room, but we're on two opposite spectrums right now. Mm-hmm. Let's address this. Right. Now, the, the main one that we always discuss and talk about is communication breakdown, mm. because that is key. And I know people are like always saying, not always, but um, mention, you guys always talk about Communication, communication, communication. If you haven't learned yet in this community, that is the number one evasive weed that mm. kills your relationship mm. is the lack of communication, not understanding one another's communication. And so in this case, imagine your communication as the sunlight that helps your garden grow. If clouds of misunderstanding and silence persist, your garden will wither. So in so many words, if you don't have, you and I don't have, like we did at one point, good sunlight Mm. or good communication, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we would not be where we are today. You're absolutely correct. And and just to really um, go a a little bit further with it, you don't need to plant for weeds to grow. No. The seeds are already in the ground. Mm. They just come up on their own. But as soon as you see those weeds, you got to be quick to pull them up. Because if not... Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying, in the midst of us being married or in relation, if the lack of communication 
or the busyness, all these weeds that are there, if we're not paying attention and quickly pull them things up. They can rob the nutrients uh, from the soil that is there to feed the very vegetation that you do have, the things that you do want planted in your garden. Wow. Yes. yes. It can choke out the nutrients. Because of what we're not doing as individuals and team players. Paying attention to those weeds is essential. Mm-hmm. You can go by one day and say, oh, it's just a little weed. I'll take care of it tomorrow. And the next day it comes, I'll take care of it tomorrow. Take care of it tomorrow. Next day, you know, a week then gone by and that weed then gotten bigger wow. and that root then got deeper. And it's harder to pull up. But as soon as you see, if you pull it up right away, it's so easy to pluck up. And that's exactly where we were at one point. Yes. When we was in Virginia Beach and we were roommates, Mm -hmm. for real, for real, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. living our own life, not paying attention to the subtle weeds that showed up in our relationship. And we did not pull them out. Yes. When we immediately saw it. Yes. And, you know, just to caveat uh, along with the the words that you use for communication, Mm -hmm. being like sunlight, the very essence of our relationship with God brings sunlight to our spirit. It brings a Mm -hmm. brightness. It brings a wholeness, just like real, the natural sun does for our body, especially during this time of the year, you know, depending on geographically where you're at, when you have sunlight, it just does something for the skin. It's that vitamin D. It makes you happy. It makes you feel good. Mm. You know, it just does something for nature, period. It's the same thing spiritually. When we get that communication, that sunlight of communication with our father and connective, that vertical connection, we feel invigorated and energized and thriving in our spirit. And once we do that with him, then that communication portion with yeah. our spouses on that on that horizontal level it does the same thing because God, in, he created us to be communicative driven. We have to have communication. We have to have contact in that, in that capacity. And when we have that, oh my goodness. Yeah. You know how you get so eager. You just can't mm-hmm. wait till I come home at the end of the day and you're ready to bubbling over with all kinds of stuff you yeah. want to share and talk to me about. You know, if we haven't had time throughout the day to talk a little bit. That's good. And, and I hope everybody has listened to that because these are essential areas that need to be looked at. And the other one is because we at one point was here as well, is where our life became so routine and monotonous. Mm. Very routine. It was like stagnated. Mm -hmm. We weren't doing anything new, Mm -hmm. not trying to be, uh, we weren't being spontaneous at this particular time Mm. in our relationship. It actually began to get a little bit boring, Yes, you know, and some, some people they're not ready or will never admit that their relationship is stale and boring <laughs> because they don't want to hurt their spouse's feelings. But see, well, we some, sometimes some, some people don't recognize. No, they don't recognize because it's comfortable for them. <laughs> exactly. So we realized that it was quite boring, mundane and stale. Mm-hmm. So we, ch- we chose to change that. And I love this analogy. Of course, we're going to stick with this, um, the analogy of the garden, mm-hmm. monotony is like a stagnated pond in the garden, mm. breeding mosquitoes of boredom. Mm. Without the fresh waters of variety, your marriage landscape becomes dull, just wow. like we were That's saying. That's a good analogy. That's a good analogy because like any body of water, how big or small, if it doesn't have continuous flow, 
Yes. It gets stagnated. It gets funky. The waters become murky. You know, bugs and mosquitoes start dropping their eggs and larvae. And it becomes a, a, a festation of just, ugh. Mess. Yeah. And that's what be- happens in our relationship. But when you have a continuous flow, and when you have a, especially a creative flow of, mm-hmm. you know, spontaneity and different things, oh my goodness, you have those moments of just great memories. You have those moments of, uh, of just peace with one another. Right, right. Hey, baby, you know, that last weekend when you did this out of the blue, oh, that just blessed my, my soul so much. It just, I just enjoy just being together with you. Right. So real quick, what we're going to do is this. We're going to quickly just remind you of the areas of neglect that if we're not careful in your relationship, this will lead you right into the roommate syndromes roommate syndrome, which is busy schedules, mm-hmm. not which, allowing, which, which we correlated with as being weeds, like which weeds. we correlated as being weeds, mm-hmm. communication breakdown mm-hmm. and the monotony and the routine of life. These are areas that if you don't take care of, you will find yourself in a roommate situation. And it happens to the best of us because we all get busy. We all sometimes have these moments. So please don't say that you're not there or never, ever experienced it. I think you will be lying to yourself if you said that. <laughs> really not paying attention because no, it, it no. happens to the best you, of us. Yes, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. So going on to the next section, we're looking at oh, sorry. preventing the neglect. Because when you don't pay attention to the weeds, another area that happens is you have a lot of neglect in your garden, neglect mm-hmm. in your marriage relationship. So these are some areas in where you can prevent neglect from happening. And one of the biggest ones that we like to share with a lot of couples, especially when we do our one-on-ones, is how much quality time are you having together? Are quality you? Yes. time. Are you making those times for date night? Being intentional yes. about your date nights and setting those schedules and having those shared activities, that is very important. And I have to go here. Go ahead, babe. Because when we was in Hawaii, we have so many great memories and bad memories and ugly memories and stinky memories in Hawaii. It's a lot you of memories. You sound like a more, more negative than positive No, it, if you notice what I just said, it was around about of it all. Uh-huh. But anyway, this particular time, I remember you were very spontaneous and it just blew my mind when you did this, when you took the dining dining room set that we had at that particular time and you sat it in the middle of the living room. You had, the kids were gone at that time. You had set the moonlight in the living room, mm. you you escorted me. First of all, you told me to get myself dressed and together. Mm. You escorted me to my seat as if we were in the restaurant, had your towel like you were the waiter, and you served me. You had the table laid out, and it, it was phenomenal. You fixed my best, the my favorite meal. Okay, I was getting ready to was pasta. Yeah. You know me, uh-huh. uh, chicken Alfredo with some doggone shrimp on it. Yeah, it is going, ooh, I love that. And you put it all together in our home that changed the whole environment in the mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. 
And when I tell you that was the best night that we had in a long time, it it awakened me to see, dang, he can be spontaneous. He can be romantic. You mean the old military man that was right? Used to, you know, certain structure and certain ways of going about doing things. Yes, and I was Bend like, this bit. right here, come with it now. We can do this. But a lot of times, depending on what career field you are in, the lack of knowing how to be romantic with your wife gets stale and dull after a period of time that over the years. That it does. And again. As the conversation that you had with um, Kim when we were just in Denver, you get comfortable mm. right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I like that you brought that out. And as you were sharing that, it, 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 it reminded me of this next portion that we're getting ready to go back mm -hmm. on to because we just talked a little bit about it in the first portion and we got to highlight it again because one of the other areas of neglect or preventing neglect, I should say, is communication and allowing communication to be that mm -hmm. sunlight. That sunlight is just like natural sunlight, like we talked about. It fuels your vegetation in your garden. It creates, without going too deep into it, that photosynthesis for the color, yeah. the vibrant green color, right? It does the same thing in our bodies, in our natural bodies, as well as our spiritual bodies. It adds those extra nutrients that we need. Do you remember when we were doing a session um, at the church some years ago and one of the doctors came in and he talked about, what is that? Um, it's like sex is like a dopamine. It is. And the, it, the, and, the endorphins, and, that, endorphins. That, that gets, gets released during a time of, yeah, go ahead. Exactly. Work, work with it, girl. Work with and, it. And, mm -hmm. and to me, that is the same way with this relational portion mm -hmm. and not getting stuck into that roommate uh, syndrome is if you know how to get in tune with the endorphins and the dopamine of your relationship, you will be able to illuminate your spouse in a way that they have not been illuminated before. And we're going to just leave it at that. <laughs> At so your discretion. A, another area and way to prevent neglect oh is having variety and allowing that variety to be like a fertilizer. Mm -hmm. Once again, just like in the garden, every garden is different and unique. And we, we just recently planted some trees. So I learned a little bit from the nursery that you can get your soil tested, right? Mm. And when you test the soil, you can see whether or not it's acidic, Yes. whether it's Balance just right, pH balance right, or if it has more alkaline in it. In any case, depending on what type of soil you have, will depend and dictate on the vegetation that you plant, how it will thrive. Mm -hmm. But in order for, say, certain vegetation that you want to put in your soil, you can shift that balance of the mm -hmm. nutrients in that soil mm -hmm. by adding the right fertilizers. Mm -hmm. And those fertilizers, it introduced new elements into the soil. Yeah. Just like it does into a garden, into yeah. your marriage relationship. Having variety introduces new ideas. It introduces different ways of looking at things. Spending quality time, once again, hobbies. 
um, new adventures, doing something that you hadn't done before or doing something that you haven't done in a long time. Well, let's break it down even more so because it brings a newness and a renewedness, even in the sexual portion of oh, the relationship. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. The intimacy part. Mm-hmm. That helps because some relationships need some new fertilization in that area. Oh, you're saying that a lot, a lot of people deal with stagnation? Stagnation. <laughs> Funkation. Funkation. <laughs> yes. All okay. in the relationship and, and, and the marriage. Because there's so many different, there's so many dynamics that come to suck up. Mm-hmm. And, and we keep re- reiterating this because we want you to prevent being in the roommate syndrome. And if you're there, get out of the roommate syndrome, which is going to require some thinking. What can I do to get out of it? How can I maneuver and change some things in my schedule? How can I become more intentional with spending time with my wife or my husband? How can I romance them differently than I've done over the past 15 years? And it will require, babe, am I doing this good? It's going to require conversation. You want me to tell you how you can romance me differently? No, I don't want you to do that right now. (laughs) But let me tell you, you remember that song? I think it was Jodeci. He knew what they knew what they were talking about when they wrote that song. Come and talk to me. Yes. Come and talk to me. I I really really want to meet you. you. Can I talk to you? Ooh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, (laughs) but that Mm. song speaks volume because he probably was referring to, can I talk to you? Because we're not having conversation. I think he was trying to water his garden, wasn't he? Yes. Whatever garden that was. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, moving on. Yes. Moving on. (laughs) So we're ready for the next section. The practical strategies. Yes. Those practical strategies. Practicals. Mm hmm. The things that we have to do along with what we've already given. Yes. The practical strategies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's tackle that. Because you highlighted the causes. Mm-hmm. Then we just got finished talking about the preventions. Yes. Now we want to talk about those strategies that you can utilize when you are tending to your garden. Yes. That will continue to keep it thriving and keep it enriched. Mm. The number one thing. Number one thing. Let me tell you. Come a little closer, y'all. Lean into this one. Yeah, you might want to zoom in. Because this one is real. You have to establish realistic expectations in your relationship. Sometimes we as individuals in relationship, because we've done it, we think that each other can read each other's minds. You should know what I'm thinking. You should have known what I felt. You should have known this, or I expected you to treat me this way. I expected you to do this because so-and-so did this for me. All these unrealistic expectations are not Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. to work. So you got to become, in order for it to be a practical strategy, it has to be realistic. Yes. Let me just help out those out there who had this mindset I don't care how many talents and giftings that you have. One of them that neither man nor woman has is being able to read minds. Oh, come on now. Sure cannot. We cannot read minds. You cannot read minds. If you don't express mm -hmm. yourself and communicate your expectations, your spouse will never know. No different 
from what we tell our children. I don't understand the pouting, the fallouts, all of that that you do to get my attention. I understand when you communicate. Use your words. Use your words. That's it. That is no different from a pouting adult in the relationship or a pouting spouse trying to get their spouse's attention. Mm -hmm. And that's not working. Use your words. Not one bit does it work. But I love that. I I love when I say I love, I'm going to have to sit up on this one. I love the next one because it speaks so much volume to what you and I had to do. And we had to actually put a blueprint of a vision together for our relationship. So we would not fall back into a roommate syndrome. Develop it. Yes. Write it down, set those goals and aspirations, Mm -hmm. talk about it. And then as you're talking about it, you have to ensure that you go back and revisit it from time to time. And for those of you who don't understand, never heard it before, don't know what a vision is or how all those things that we're talking about right now is this, mind you, this is not um, New Year's resolutions we're talking about. Not at all. We're talking about setting goals. We're talking about finding what it is, your purpose in life, especially your purpose in God, what he has called and designed for you to do and your spouse to do together. Writing it down, yep. putting on a vision board, putting it on paper, whatever, wherever, looking at it so that both of you understand it. Having a discussion on how do we go about meeting this goal? How do we go about meeting and accomplishing this vision? And then periodically go back and revisit it to keep yes. it before you and then to revisit to see if you have actually accomplished it. Because and one thing that we do, or especially around this time of the year, we look at, because we're in the 11th month, we'll go back and reevaluate gosh, our year. Already. Yes. We'll go back and reevaluate our year and say, okay, God, you gave us this vision for the year. Mm-hmm. Have we accomplished what you had for us to do? And if we have, wonderful. If we haven't, we got a little bit less than a month and a half to get it done. We want to ensure that we knock out getting our vision together for mm-hmm. the next year. And we want to have it before the next year comes. And not only that, but we also set financial goals for, yes. for the, the year. And we go and this is all a part of our vision and our goals. And a lot of couples, if you set this standard of having vision and goals, you will be able to accomplish and see the growth and the evolving in your relationship. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times people don't think in that way and don't realize that the goals are just a guide to help you with your efforts and ensuring that your relationship is evolving Mm -hmm. and will never get stale. And and it could be in in various different categories, whether it be, you know, uh, financial goals, communication goals, Mm -hmm. education, whatever it is, ensure that you take time out, identify them, write them down, talk about it. And as you put it together, go back and reevaluate it periodically. And one major aspect of making sure that this roommate syndrome does not attach itself to your household or to your relationship is embracing change. Mm. 
many people do not know how to embrace change, don't want to embrace change or don't like change mm. because they like the same routine of things. However, change is necessary for any area of life. It's no different from the seasons. They change. Your, your, um, your, you, you, oh my God, I can't even think of it, of it right now, but seasons change. We as individual change, you go through changes in adolescence. Every aspect of life has change. Yes. And you know, the uniqueness about change, it requires intentionality. Yes, it does. On your individual part. Yes, it just does. Just like my wife alluded to about seasons. We just went into a new season. We went into the season of fall, autumn. Right. And in that time, there's some things that you got to do in the natural as far as your homes, you prepare mm -hmm, your mm -hmm. homes a little different, your vegetation, you prepare your yard. Some of us, you know, shift with seasonal decorations. So there's uh, intentional things that we have to do to get ready before winter comes. Same thing in our relationship. Before a storm comes, before the, the, the winter of life comes, we have to be intentional, intentional about preparing cha for change in our relationships. Oh, you know what? That's good because I don't know of, well, let me rephrase what I'm getting ready to say. We may not, as people, understand that you can prepare for things. Yes, you can. No different from how the ants work in certain time frames and they prepare for when the winter comes. You don't see too many ants. Go to the ant thou sluggard is yes. the word, right? Because the ants will gather in the summer to prepare for the winter because they know they're going to be deep underground in the winter. Right. But they store up all kind of food. They store up all kind of stuff so that they can survive and so that their embryo, their babies can survive. So right. when the spring comes or the summer comes, they're popping up out of there. Healthy. The and same way we as individuals can prepare our relationships by simply learning how to communicate. Establishing those blueprints of vision. The blueprints. Yep. Looking at the negative we's or the and the areas of where we ne neglected mm -hmm. in our relationships. All of these things are areas that we, you and I, have had to work on and sharpen throughout these years, which now I thank God that we have been able to overcome because if we hadn't been intentional, we would not be here talking to our community right now. I don't think we would be. At least not, not at all. Not in this capacity. That's another whole subject because we're going to talk about when we was looking at divorcing and both of us didn't even know that we were looking at divorce. Okay. Or talking about divorce. Alrighty. So that's a whole other subject. Alrighty. But anyway. Yes. Yes. We thank y'all once again for just joining us for another episode of Marriage Evolves Podcast. We hope and we pray that every aspect of this conversation blessed you in some way. And remember, if you have not chosen to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, make sure you do it. And don't forget that we have our podcast. And as always, hold on, babe. As always. I know you want to close us out, but I want to just leave the folks with this one scripture before we close out. If you will, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 11. Go ahead. And amplify. Therefore, encourage and comfort one another and build up one another just as you are doing. Yes. 
encourage, comfort, and build up one another. That's the word I want to leave you with with today's session. So with that in mind, as we always say. With this one, we are two, two hearts, hearts, one, one team, team with one, one purpose. purpose. Oh boy. Why are you pause at the end like that with this one? I thought you was getting ready to say something else. I'm getting Darius, I'm getting ready to do the end part again so you can cut it and put this one someplace else, okay? So thank y'all so very much for watching another episode of Marriage Balls Podcast. We thoroughly cannot do this without you being in our community. And once again, as always, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and our YouTube channel and all the platforms for po for our podcast. And don't forget to sign up for our Marriage Evolves newsletter on our website. And you can do that at marriageevolves.com. We love you and we appreciate you. And until next time, peace. <laughs>